Oh, there's no, you don't gotta be sorry about that. That's okay. You didn't know what you were doing. That was my bad. That was my bad. Put, putting, all, putting all that on so top. But you're so busy. I know. Is it okay One, if I record two, my three. podcast now? One, two, three. Blaze. 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 <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, he is he is a 420 baby. So I I told Rios that the other day that it's so funny that he was born on 420 and his favorite show right now is called Blaze. <laughs> it's too perfect. Blaze. Hey, if you're tired. I love you, but go go lay down, okay? Yeah. I love you. All right. So the way that we're doing this, folks, welcome to the show, by the way. Um, we don't have time to edit any of this shit, so we'll be mainstream. Yeah, we'll be mainstream next week. Mm. I wanted to get a little bit of um, anime talk out of the way, stuff that you and I have watched. Uh, maybe did you find any funny shit online uh there were the wrestlers that i sent in the group chat oh uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Those are which good. is just japanese man japanese late night news is on some different shit they got like gladiator women throwing each other around in front of the like they think it's very funny it seems like to have ridiculous shit going on and everybody acting like nothing's happening, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I also find hilarious uh, because right. they're just they're just delivering the news and there's like gladiator bitches throwing each other over the like the the desk and body slam pile driving all that shit. Uh, there was one uh, it you scroll down just a little bit on on that Reddit thread. And it's like the same concept, but porn, basically. Uh, like like uh, like jerk off karaoke. You saw the jerk off karaoke. <laughs> yeah. Jer- there's a there's basically for listeners. There's a guy who's singing karaoke songs, and behind him there's a woman who's reaching around basically while he's trying to sing. And it's one of those Japanese game shows where you see the hosts' faces and little bubbles on the side, and they're all dying laughing they're all like oh, this is fantastic <laughs> do you believe in life after rough and he'll hit those high notes and he'll be like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> i can feel something inside that would be really funny to up that up a notch and actually have it be a guy getting fucked in the ass while he tries to sing karaoke that's the next level there was a late night news segment where the the chick was taking it while while just straight face delivering the news. Hmm. Is that a Pornhub thing? No, nah, that was on Reddit. Oh, it was on, oh, was it Japanese? It was yeah. a Japanese thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I just hold on one second. I just heard the toilet open. Uh oh. <laughs> it's gonna be his wife. I must check on all toilet occurrences what color is that 
Excuse me. See, this is our version of the Japanese masturbation karaoke where we try to deliver a podcast while a toddler runs around in the background. <laughs> what uh what song would you want to perform for a Japanese jerk off karaoke? Uh probably like uh Three Bird. <laughs> right <laughs> Some, something like a stairway to heaven that's like one verse and then it's just guitar solo and you're like but you you have to play the whole song like i'm gonna yeah, be we're done not, i'm gonna be done doing singing the truncated version we're yeah. not doing the karaoke version of you know where it's like four minutes no i need like maybe uh come sail away by kansas um that's a, that's like a 10 minute song right Probably they were all ten minutes. What about you? Stairway to Heaven would probably be mine because I could just yeah. like get that verse out of the way, and then guitar solo for a while. And at the peak of the climax, you're just like, and as we wind on down the road, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, dude, I feel it. It'd be really funny if you picked something like, uh, you know, come sail away, and you're like, all right, this is gonna be lit. It's like a 20 minute song and then it starts and you're like i'm sailing oh <laughs> <laughs> oh that that was one of my questions too like do you lose like do you have to last the whole song is that is that part of the uh like what are the what's the framework here what's the rules well there's no real winners and losers in this game that's what's so brilliant about it but i do think I think the idea is, yeah, you're supposed to try to, no, that's a really good question because it could be the other way. It could be how well you do on the song while you're distracted, right? Mm -hmm. I um, feel like that's the very Japanese approach to it, probably. There, like, was a there was a Japanese one I saw once where there was, uh, I want to say it was a dude who was getting head from another dude, but the guy who was getting his dick sucked was not gay. And it was like a try not to come competition or something like that. And it was a booth, like the kind of booth that you vote in and you could see the guy go in and, you know, he was, he was all excited about it uh, because those people are fucking animals. And he just like goes to work and you just see the other dude's face and he's like, Oh, and the hosts are like, Oh, I think he's going to do it. Oh, I think he's going to, he might be gay. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even joking. That's the premise of the last porn that I dubbed. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I had to voice both dudes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you ever like think about like how there's porn where you go, are they really making all those noises? The answer from some ins insider industry perspective, no. A lot mm -hmm. of times they're not actually making those noises. That's all. A lot of it's dubbed. Mm -hmm. And and I'm really good at getting that type of work for some reason. Well, in anime news, um, I started watching Demon Slayer, uh, which is really cool. It's got a really generic title. It's about a guy <coughs> whose family gets killed by demons. So he becomes a demon slayer to kill the demons. Hell it just yeah. looks really cool. Um, the action is done in 
kind of it reminded me of Dragon Ball Z. Although the more that I learn about anime, it might be the case that this is just how anime works in general. But the battles are quick, but you kind of do a matrix slow pause to follow all the different characters' thoughts with what they're doing. I think mm-hmm. that's really cool. I think that's cool because you're getting the chess move. Uh, there's a, a scene in the opening episode where he's fighting a demon. His sister gets turned into a demon, but he doesn't want to kill her. He wants to try to fix her. So she's all, she looks all crazy. Her eyes are all big, uh, even by anime standards. And she's got like sharp teeth. And, uh, you know, this demon slayer is like, look, I got to put her down. And the guy says, no, you can't kill my sister. So they fight and he's completely outmatched. But what he does is uh, he runs through the woods and then at the demon slayer. And the demon slayer just knocks him out with the butt of his sword. And he's like, what an idiot. Why would he run at me straight on? He knew he could not take me. And then he like looks up and an ax is going and it like almost hits him in the head. And so he replays it in his mind. He's like, oh, when he was running through the woods, he tossed the ax up in the air and then charged. So it's cool shit like that, right? Like yeah. just just neat battles and stuff. Yeah, I like how there's always live commentary on the battle that they're in. Like you're a fighter and a, a commentator if you are in an anime fight. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, that and then, was amazing. Uh, what he just did. Did you see that video <laughs> with the black dudes? The, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how He's enemies like, are in anime. <laughs> I didn't even see you move. That's incredible. You cut me wide open. <laughs> yeah. It's like a dude who's just getting who's getting killed. And he's just like, that, that was just amazing. But you didn't think of this. And it's like, I already thought of that. And the guy's head's missing. And he's like, you're the greatest enemy I've ever known. You're my best friend. <laughs> and he's like, fool, I don't know you. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? No, that was the other video, right? How quickly people in anime become friends where it's like a dude. He's it's the same comedy troupe, right? The, the same guys. And there's a guy who's like walking over a bridge and he passes somebody and nods to him. And then on the other side of the bridge, there's a guy waiting there who's like been stabbed. And he's like, he's like, oh, I, I I need your I need your help. You're the greatest warrior I've ever known. He's like, I just I just met you. He's like, my brother, please avenge me for this thing that is. <laughs> and then like the the punchline of the skit is that like um the guy who he passed on the bridge comes back and he's the guy who killed the other dude. And so he kills him really fast. And the and the dude is like, I've always loved you. I knew you were the greatest warrior since the moment I saw you. <laughs> It really do be happening like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of the uh, the origin of Griffith and mm-hmm. Berserk. Mm-hmm. It's like, he's so amazing. Okay. Well, I mean. If you say so. That's <laughs> sure. true. You don't you don't see Griff, Griffith do a whole bunch of cool shit uh, until, until he gets the God hand on his side, basically. You, I mean, I guess you do. There's some battles and I guess you suppose, but you see Guts, you know, swinging the sword and doing all the cool shit you see a lot of the band of the hawk actually they all kind of have their moment in the sun and griffith doesn't really seem to be that great leads them in and waxes poetic and looks like a chick so that's it yeah he's a dandy which i found out this week you're not supposed to call people Um. (laughs) 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 while technically accurate 
Well, technically accurate. I am a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Simmons. <laughs> That's the funniest shit. I I uh, I watched uh, Gantz O, which is the computer generated man. Computer generated movies have come a long, long way since Final Fantasy: The Spirit Awakens. Because this shit, to me, as long as you don't look at their faces, because uh, they're all the good looking characters have kind of fake looking faces but whenever there's an old person on screen and they can get like the lines in their face like you know the old man character in Gantz, mm-hmm. the the guy who just keeps living like he looks fucking real it it was when i was watching the the movie i was actually getting a little freaked out at points because if you're not directly facing the characters and they're just kind of like doing something it just looks like a real movie because they i think it's because you know the tech is good but they they put film grain over it too so i think that had an effect also where it doesn't look you know photorealistic but it looks like a like a real movie with filmed with real people yeah 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 but uh they included all the titty jiggle in the movie which i thought was hilarious it was just like completely unnecessary it starts off with Corono getting killed at the beginning because it, it follows the Osaka arc pretty faithfully. Although they left out the dog demon, which disappointed me because, you know, there's the dog, there's the weird Oni mask thing. And then there's mm. the little old man with the big alien head and the big earlobes or whatever. Those two are in it, but the dog guy is not. And he was a pretty badass villain. Um, but anyway, so when it starts off and he dies, um the supermodel chick can't remember her name now she like runs over to him and it, it's his pov camera he's dying by the way he's been he's, he's been cut in half and he's laying there and it's his pov and it's just his boobs her boobs like shaking in his face as she like <laughs> checks on him. i was like i know oku had a lot of creative direction in this in this adaptation that's why it's called gaunt's O. it's the mm-hmm. the face you make while watching it <laughs> <laughs> hmm but yeah man the gore was really good um the action was the action still leaves a lot to be desired but this was the first um time i've seen a movie like this that it actually <clears throat> made me interested maybe in what the future of manga adaptations could be because i like anime i know you do too just as a style that's never going to go out of fashion because it you know the colors and all that kind of shit can't be mm-hmm. replicated but the amount of cool stuff they were able to cram into the hour and a half of Gantz O, like I would just watch it again just to, just because it was, it just whizzed by. It was a lot of fun. And if you've read the manga too, there's, it's not Easter eggs, but they just follow it. So there's like little things that you get to see. Uh, I haven't seen the anime, right? I've only read the manga, but like seeing some of that shit uh, on screen it kind of like makes it that much more badass. Like, you know, the the they have the the gun that that binds the demon up and then like latches it onto the ground, you know? That turns oh, all yeah, kinds yeah, of yeah. like funny colors. And then there's the one that where they point the gun at the demon and it sends like a pulse from the sky to like flatten it like a pancake. Oh yeah, the hammer that, god gun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the hammer god gun. That was really fucking cool. And um I I think it, the only thing that they had to fix with Gon's O is that Hato eventually comes back to the Gaunt's team 
the same way that that weird serial killer guy does the guy who who shoots up his school which is by like feeling compelled to return to gods but they didn't have time to include that whole subplot of like him rediscovering gods so they just had him get killed again he gets stabbed on a subway platform instead of run over they still include that he was on the gods team before but they just like truncated his entry back back to gods by having him get killed again that's a yeah i mean there's so many so many rabbit holes to go down in a manga like Gaunt's. It's weird yeah. the way it keeps getting adapted too, because it's always a different spin and a different arc. Or not always a different arc, but it's always like there's never been a consistent, okay, now we're gonna do the next part of this or this. It's always somebody being like, I'm gonna try my hand at Gaunt's in a totally different way and a mm-hmm. totally different part of the story. I never saw, I didn't see Gaunt's part two, the live action movie. Gaunt's part one left a lot to be desired. Ryan says part two is really good. So I'll have to check that out eventually. But another thing they left out of Gaunt's O is uh, there's the, the Osaka team has these four badass members. Uh, two of them are like, one of them's a black guy. One of them's like a race. They're all racially ambiguous, right? Like that's how you know they're badass if they're not Japanese. Uh, <laughs> But they they left out the guy, they left out the guy who rapes all the demons. <laughs> that part did not make it into the movie. No way. His character is mysteriously missing from from. But you know what it reminded me of, dude. Uh, even though there wasn't any rape in the movie, just with like the titty jiggling and the gore and the film grain, <clears throat> it actually reminded me of um, Itchy the Killer. The way the quality of the movie looks. Mm, yeah. Um, so it's actual like three D like CGI. It's all not- CGI. Yeah. Not like a like Attack on Titan has like three uh, D moments and uh, mm-hmm. what was that one we just watched? Oh, Vinland Saga has a bunch of three D yeah shit, but it's this is like straight up like Pixar CGI yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, this is attempting to be photo real. You remember that Final Fantasy movie? Yeah, you ever see that yeah, one? Yeah, that was yeah. yeah, that was that was too early. Like Final Fantasy like wasn't ready. I remember that was remember whenever. Going- they were working with the same tech that they with like chamber of secrets and uh the mummy returns mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. like really sort of clay textureless looking cgi creatures mm-hmm. uh, that's mm-hmm. what they were working with when they decided to make a, a whole ass movie out of that shit yeah it was ambitious right but i remember even going to the theater i went to the theater to see it and i remember being like yeah this is just not here yet the trailers look dope because what they do in the trailers is they don't focus too much on the faces. It's the faces, right? Mm-hmm. They can do, I mean, and this is true of Gantz as well. Gantz is getting to the point where like the motion capture is so good that the only thing that throws you off is that like sex doll face that the good looking characters have. Yeah. Right? It's too smooth. It just doesn't mm-hmm. look, it just doesn't mm-hmm. look natural. It's a really complicated balance because if you go too textured, you look like that 4K. Remember when HD TV first became a thing? Mm-hmm. I, re- I remember when we first got an HD TV, uh, turned it on to the X Games, and Sean White's ugly ass face was just big right there <laughs> with all these pores and acne and shit. And I was like, I don't think this was a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. 
Yeah, that kind of HD is good for sports, though. I mean, if you're not looking at people's faces, it is cool to watch football or basketball or even baseball. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's with, crazy with, watching with, with that quality. the field perspective with that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, finally, the other thing I watched, uh, I watched two episodes of was Way of the House Husband, which has become maybe a top five for me of all time. I so really got to get into this one. Dude, you fucking love it. It's a... Uh, it's a Yakuza, like a badass Yakuza. His nickname is the Immortal Dragon. And he pulls off some incredible job that allows him to escape. We, I don't know what it is yet, but you see flashes of it. And it's just him with his shirt off, fucking Yakuza dragon tattoo, and like a bunch of dead bodies around him. And he basically marries this woman who's a successful business person. And uh, his job is to just be a fucking house husband, to go shopping and clean the house and you be a member of the community but he treats everything like a yakuza so he like he gets dead serious when he gets a roomba and he's like so you're the new kid on the block huh trying to join my gang and (laughs) let's see what you got and then you know the roomba starts cleaning the room he's like all right all right your first job was a success and then um his wife loves this show called uh like it's not police knots it's like but it's it's something like that it's like anime cops or something he gets her a blu-ray for her birthday and uh he goes to the he goes to the store and he's asking the clerk and the clerk's all super intimidated by him because he's you know this imposing figure and then he brings it home to her and uh she says oh my god thank you so much the blu-ray of seasons three and four that's so great she's like but i already have it he like busts out the little wooden plank and like puts his pinky on it and he has a knife (laughs) (laughs) it's got talking cats talking frogs um it's done in a really interesting style that i've never seen before where it's almost like a moving manga and listeners might say yeah that's called anime that's that's what that means but what I mean is that it's actually more like you see the panel there's very little move like the mouth still move but the panels like move at you in a dynamic oh, way. Okay, yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. like it's it's not it's not smooth, it's not directed like uh like Vinland Saga or something like that, where it's supposed to be like a movie. This is like a a colorful uh four-dimensional manga, basically. Like where the the camera will like move across a scene that's pretty much nothing's moving within the scene mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then there'll just be like one point of focus of yep. of some kind of the Roomba going across the floor or whatever yeah but it's actually in a weird way it's funny because that makes it more kinetic like if they had if characters actually just move it's better to just have panel 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 because you can show crazy shit in each panel and you're allowing the audience to do the bridge between what what they're seeing so there's no necess there's no necessity for fluidity with the storytelling it's just like boom 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 and that's very much what the the uh the theme song is great too gus made me repeat the theme song three times like every time it he would dance when it was on and then when it would end he'd be like Ooh. so i had to keep rewinding the fucking metal ass theme song but uh Easily the best thing I've seen in a long time. Hell yeah. I have not been watching anything. Oh yeah. People who are uh, missing 
Ronan Trash and Samurai Jesus this week. I got the week off because Kelby couldn't do it, and I don't want us to fall out of sync. Uh, yeah, that'd just but, be weird. We yeah, gotta stay weird. in sync. Yeah, we gotta we gotta cycle together. Um, but Kelby, you'll just have to trust that. Uh, there's a really good reason. There's a really good reason <laughs> that Kelby's been having to work on something all week. Uh, it is one of those where you like drop everything. Yeah. And even that's still, all we can say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even still, I'm like, this shit is hard. Oh my god. It is hard. It is hard. I'm finding that more and more with writing in general, you know, because I'm I'm hit I'm hitting these goals every day, trying to hit 2,300 words, and I only one day this week I didn't hit it. Um, but yeah, it's man, it's just a it's a fucking skill that you have to hone, but you have to hit it because I heard this author Delilah S. Dawson on the bestseller experiment talking about she writes like Star Wars books and shit among other things, amongst like a huge catalog of other stuff. She said, look, you know, if you can't turn around a 100,000 word book in six weeks that is of semi-publishable quality, then maybe that's a skill you should try to to hone. And I was like, okay, that means 2,300 words a day. Yep. And really, twenty. when you've got the right motivation, 2,300 words ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where we're finding ourselves at right now. It's just, you know, trying to survive and do that at the same time. So like having a kid, being a stay-at-home dad, having to spend the evenings freelance editing so that I make sure that bills are paid, um, running all the errands, uh, doing these podcasts, right? Uh, and then also writing. It's a lot. It's busy. It's I have a, I've been finding out real quickly a lot of, because I'm kind of under the gun, I've been like rapidly finding out what works quickest for for me to get the shit out um i thought i was like you got to put the phone away because you type with two hands that's faster like that's double the amount of word output right no i think it's just like exercise i'm used to using my thumb more and i'm a lot faster writing shit on my phone which i just found out today and i should really be done with this shit tomorrow so it's kind of like late in the game but i'm like hey i write faster on my phone mm-hmm. i do i write faster standing up because i don't uh i don't approach writing like it was a blistery day and winnie the pooh was blah 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 like i didn't learn to write by reading really uh besides the years i was just ripping off polinick or like irvine welsh or whatever like my own style like i don't i listen to music it's just years of rap and rhythm and like thinking of lines as as a bar and catching the syntax over like so sitting down and coming up with i'm gonna tell you a story is like not really what happens it's like standing and pacing and coming and spitting out bars Mm. is more Mm -hmm. the process Mm -hmm. so I stand and I pace and I write on my phone and 
uh yeah i've had like detect the uh the crazy red line detective shit with notes like writing out different notes and shit and scattering them around the room so i can always be looking at that shit and be like oh yeah i gotta get to that point or that that doesn't work anymore that's not going in there and it's i can't wait to actually talk about it about what this is but it's big <laughs> yeah 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 it is i like what you said about learning that you type faster and better on your phone because i've been thinking a lot lately about how the different technologies that we use to create stuff uh there are just some things that just work because i was realizing that um i started up the my word uh, press blog at uh, brokenriverbooks.com again and i can knock out 500 words of that in 10 minutes it's insane mm -hmm. it's so fast and it's good. I mean, go back and read the last three posts. Those are like 10 minute posts and they're all organized and it's a fully formed blog post that just comes out of nowhere. And <clears throat> for whatever reason, the WordPress interface uh, with the knowledge that I'm going to post it right after um, we applied that to our serialized books too, but I just moved fat like word for whatever reason to me word has so many fucking psychological hangups or whatever it's tough to write in that shit I, yeah i hate writing in word and i don't i don't pay for word so i have libra office which is free uh spreadsheet it's everything it's exactly word but but that's also the problem is it looks exactly like word I'm like, yeah. i don't really i don't know it's too I don't like seeing the edges outside of the page. I like the whole screen to be the same color. Right. I, on my phone, it's black. Like, it's black yeah. with white text. My only thing is I wish the fucking uh, Galaxy phones had some kind of serif uh, font. Mm -hmm. I, I write in Spectral, but it has those uh, phone... Most people probably aren't going to... Most people aren't this insane about it, but... It's got the straight uh, apostrophes and quotes mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. instead of instead of the curly. And I no, that would drive me fucking insane, dude. That I would drive me insane. I can't do sans serif at all. Anyway, I just I can't write in it. You know, even if I'm writing a fucking, I just wrote uh, an editorial assessment for a client before we hopped on this, and it always starts off in in Calibri for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an ugly as fuck font. So I switched it over to spectral and it's like, okay, cool. Now I can write, but all those things are real, dude. It would be nice if we could just write wherever, whenever, but neither you, you nor I have uh graphomania, that thing Brandon Sanderson has. So we got to kind of meet ourselves halfway mm -hmm. be like, okay, what works? What, what, what's actually going to make me fucking and it's weird because like different shit comes out too i don't know if you notice this but like the blog post is obviously very different from what i've i'm looking at it right now like what i've been writing on war in heaven and you know we talk about how constraints form a style 
but I'm thinking about it. And even though I hate word, most of my books have been written in word. And I just had a light bulb moment of like, maybe I should just write my fucking books in WordPress and yeah, see how it's, see how it's different, you know, because like the, the quickness of some of my books, I think might be a function of me being like, I want to get the fuck away from this program. Cause I hate it. I think a part of me too, hasn't been, um, I mean, I've been coming up with a lot and this is like the most lore and history and plot I've ever had in any book I've written before. Uh, so there is a lot more going into it, but a lot of that shit was like sort of brainstormed by the group chat within three hours. But the rest of it is not like a procrastination because there's been writing, there's been rewriting only for plot holes. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to get hung up on voice and shit like that right now, but just like I'll run into something and be like, oh, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I got to rewrite this. Uh, mm. But some of it, I think, has also, and this is like down to the wire. I'm like, man, I think subconsciously, I've been like, like the, the demon side of me has been like, motherfucker, you know, you got to work under constraints. You're not going to mm -hmm. get this book out until the last fucking day. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to like, pretty much like, I ain't going to sleep tonight. It's all like, mm -hmm. like just power through this. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, Whatever the process is, I'm working on a book about writing because I noticed that on Amazon, you can put out these, like they're called 90 minute Kindle self-help shorts and they do really well. And I looked it up in a short is basically like 12,000 words. And I was like, oh, fuck. I could bang out four of those about writing, make four about a different aspect of writing and then bundle it together as one and sell it for cheaper than the cost of buying all four individually. Mm -hmm. got a book anyway there you go so i've had that mindset recently and what i've noticed is that you know the metaphor that i'm kind of using is um the way that i think that life actually works which is that we come here as a baby completely understanding everything about the universe we know who we've been we kind of actually even know where we're going we know everything right? Uh, and then we forget. And writing to me, every book that I fucking write, it's that forgetting and remembering process again. Because I'll go through a book and I'll think, oh, fuck, that's right. That's what I, I did that last time. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing that worked. <laughs> and so uh, I think that the forgetting process is, it's kind of part of it. And the only thing that I can really say is not that you are ever going to remember that, but to kind of remember to just like give yourself over to whatever the process is. Cause your body knows what it's trying to do. Your soul knows what it's going to do. The muse knows what it wants to do. And the thing that keeps getting in the fucking way is this. Yeah. I'm pointing at my head for listeners. Um, so if you just turn that off, and you just go full dummy mode, then you'll be able to write a hundred thousand words in six weeks and have a have a book. Every and time I've done that, like I look back, like uh, I haven't read Mercy, um, 
but people say it's really good. I have gone back and I have to go back and look at Samurai Jesus because I just make up shit on the fly and I'm like, how how does the world work here again? Uh, what is what are these characters up to? So I have to go back and read, uh, and I'm always like, damn, this is fire. Mm. And the, I literally just don't even because of constraints. I'm just in the moment. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. This is probably trash. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. How do you think we should cut this one, by the way? You think we should cut, have Rare Candy just be behind the paywall? <laughs> uh, probably make people mad. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, have like 20, 30, I guess, depending on how long we go, 20, yeah, 30 minutes depends, of Rare Candy. Right? It's the night before. Trying to figure out how to cut this for the Patreon is going to be really funny. Uh, we were going to do the theme song too. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got time yeah. to record that. No, I think uh, this one's going to be like just really bare bones. <laughs> and and yeah. the, 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 the episode description is going to be like, I didn't have time <laughs> to write a description <laughs> for this. So, that'd be, hey, that'd be a good experiment. You know, we've been trying mm-hmm. out all this like metadata titles what's the subject have a guess don't have a get we've been like you know throwing everything at the wall it'd be funny to just have a yeah we didn't edit this whatsoever and Mm -hmm. in the description yeah i whatever i didn't have time Mm -hmm. that's the one that blows up it's our next crow zero yeah it's always the way it works too. It's never the one that you hear. I'm gonna do my weekly Crow Zero check-in. See how many downloads Crow Zero's so gotten. Fucking weird. Like what what? So just for this week, I know it's gonna be on this list. I would be shocked if it wasn't on the list. Oh yeah, it's number three. <laughs> it's our it's our third it's our third most, <laughs> our downloaded, third most of- downloaded of the week. <laughs> The what next did two we most do downloaded right? are the last two episodes. And then, yeah, it's Crow Zero. Man, that's a fucking mystery. If somebody's listening to this, by the way, and you found the Crow Zero episode and you listened to it and you happen for whatever reason to listen to this one too, please, please contact us and tell us why you listened to the crow zero episode yeah we want to know how why what (laughs) because if every episode was the crow zero episode we'd be joe rogan (laughs) we'd be joe rogan (laughs) (laughs) oh man that episode is almost two years old dude we need to put it up on youtube or something yeah probably damn my nuts smell terrible For the listeners, David is in a pill bug position, <laughs> sniffing, <laughs> sniffing his crotch. Straight from the source. Yeah, I mowed my lawn today with the kid. I am that push reel mower, and I just had him walking along beside me. We've had a difficult, uh, we've had a difficult year, haven't we? Yeah, 
<laughs> he's like yeah it's real fucking bad man <laughs> so i've got i've got one always in the chamber just staring at me just like just, just like you know what's your life insurance at 100k yeah mm-hmm. so you know i you know two kids are hard on your own but you know six figures you can make that work right yeah it's gone in two years it's like thanks dad (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of weird to think about but that is true right i mean you know i think for for us i think 100k 100k if it was gifted to us if we were careful i could probably make that work for three years probably three if I had a hundred K right now for something, which is, I mean, that's what I'm kind of, you know, kind of low key hoping for. Uh, mm-hmm. But if I had a hundred K come from somewhere all at once, I'd be a millionaire by the end of the year. Yeah. 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 I like that. I like uh, in, in my example, it was just like, a, like if we did nothing else, right. Yeah, you're just like, oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, 100K. I don't know, man. Price of bread is fucking crazy. It might last for like a year and a half. I would just immediately start wholesaling houses. That's what I would do. Every month I would wholesale well, two see, or that's three houses. Not, that's not doing nothing with it, though. <laughs> well, right, 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 right. I'm, I'm moving back into your yeah, into yeah. your metaphor with it, right? But like, I would just, I mean, I would take my money to all my friends who have made millions of dollars doing shit like that. And I'd be like, that's really okay. what you do. Yeah. When you get money, you go to somebody else. If you don't have friends, mm-hmm. you go to somebody. You're like, yo, I got some money. I want to like 10 X this shit. So do not put this shit into crypto. I'm not trying to do crypto. Oh no, God. No. I'm not trying to do what crypto. you need to do is invest. And like, no, not mm-hmm. really. I'll invest in myself. I like to flip shit. Mm-hmm. Just coming from like the, the dope dealer and home flipper mindset. Like my whole history is flipping shit. You get something. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm going to just make, I'm going to do something physically to make this bring me more money. Yeah. Yeah. All the, I haven't, I don't really, I don't know what investing is. I'll invest in myself. Yeah. Well, it's all, I mean, like wholesaling is just, I mean, you don't, you don't even have to flip it. You just buy it and sell it and market the difference yeah yeah because that's how people this is the the sauce for listeners by the way this is how people who have money keep making money is that they just they buy really expensive shit and then they sell that really expensive shit for like a profit of five to ten thousand dollars each time a lot of people really don't know that kind of shit like me i I just come from being uneducated about money and shit i didn't know for the longest time it seems obvious like you get a bunch of money you should put that in something that's just gonna keep making you money but Mm -hmm. like i also grew up looking at like rappers and shit and being like oh if i know you if i have a cd with your face on it and shit then you're just balling right you like drink Mm -hmm. gold and fly helicopters and shit Mm -hmm. it's like all money burns all money's finite you gotta you got to figure out a way to keep that shit coming back. 
And one of those ways is uh, I blanked. I'm really brain froze. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's been tough. I think that the thing that I've noticed when it comes to money recently is just how fast it comes out of my account. I was put into a foul fucking mood yesterday. Um. Because I woke up and I looked at my bank account and there's a $72 charge on that shit. Where did the $72 go? I'm glad you asked. That storage unit that I have that got destroyed by a fucking tornado (laughs) took out $72 this month. And so I called him and I said, hey, didn't a tornado destroy? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I was like, okay, cool. Um why did I get charged for this this week? He said, sir, if you come down and inspect your unit, first of all, bring a flashlight because there's no roof and we had to cover (laughs) it with a tarp. Uh, (laughs) But secondly, uh, come down, inspect it, move your stuff out. We'll, we'll, We'll refund you the three months that you haven't had access to your and I was like, yeah, but why did it get, why did you take it in the first place? How does that make any sense? You know, like what, <laughs> it's not accessible. And they were like, yeah, well, I mean, but it's just shit like that. Just shit that I know I notice here and there. People are always like, <clears throat> it's kind of funny because the pants that I'm wearing right now, I love these pants. They're super comfy. I should just go to Target and buy another pair but the lining on each of the pockets has come undone. So half the time I put something in my pocket, it falls out my pant leg. And that is a perfect metaphor for how I feel life is right now. <laughs> it's like money, just you get something in and then it's, you look at your bank account, you're like, what? And yeah. it's just little shit. It's like, okay, you know, Burger King on cue. And then like, you know, your, your Vivint home security system is came out and then the next day it's like oh and also the hulu or whatever my god damn like you just you can't stop because everything just keeps draining out of your account you're like fuck yeah i've had my card compromised twice and within the past month so i keep having to change the shit i just wait for people to be like hey your payment didn't post oh okay let me change it with you and that's how you see like there's a lot of motherfuckers after my money mm-hmm. and one of like uh auto insurance kept coming at me they were like your because I, I guess they're probably automated with that shit as soon as it doesn't go through they send the letter they do all this shit and i keep getting shit from them I'm like bro i changed it like i'm not gonna give mm-hmm. you another payment in the same month just because you're like we'll cancel you we'll drop you mm-hmm. like bro come on <laughs> <laughs> that's it it's like yeah just, just come on and the way that the way that i realize that everybody gets you is that we are now if I'm, maybe we always live this way <clears throat> and maybe now that i'm just in a slightly i'm not even in a higher tax bracket i just make more money than i did when i was a kid but it feels like recently everything in america has turned into a fucking scam where they can just they can just lie to you. 
You know, you ever look at something and here's a perfect example. So we're going to Vegas tomorrow, flying out to uh, tomorrow afternoon. And when we were in Vegas, we need to have a rental car. So I go to Priceline and I, I look at the rental cars. There's like a Toyota Corolla, whatever. One day I'm going to ball out and get something sick from those car rental places. But for now, I'm getting a, a Corolla <clears throat> and it says $25 a day. I say, okay, cool. I need it for three days. So I do that and I go to the checkout and it says $183. I'm not great at math, but 25 times three is not $183. (laughs) So I'm looking at it because I'm curious. I need the car. So I'm going to get it. And I, I I always get the insurance, right? And the reason why I get the insurance is because if you get into a fender bender and you don't have their insurance, they charge your card first, and then you have to work it out with your insurance to mm, to get that yeah, money back. To get, yeah, yeah. So I don't fuck with that. It's forty bucks, whatever. So forty. Okay, so now we're at one forty. Where's the money coming from? Like, how is this one hundred eighty three dollars? Well, when you check out, they're like, here are the taxes. Taxes are stupid, stupid high. Fine, whatever. But here's what gets me. There's a category called fees. And fees is $60. And I'm like, so wait a minute, wait a minute. So it's not $25 a day. You just said that to get me to click it. And then, and now there's, now there's fees involved. It's bullshit, dude. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I don't, um, I'm not good at and I don't even waste my time on like Fiverr shit because I notice a lot of people post their jobs as like, oh yeah, it's five dollars. And then you type in what you need from it and it racks up to like twenty like, you know, a whole like <laughs> like thousands of dollars. You're like fees, dude. Fees. Yeah, it's fees. it's total fucking bullshit. It's not real. Twenty five dollars a day, my ass. What's up, dude? We're talking about rental cars. We're doing some oh, fire yeah. pod fire podcasting right now. What's the deal with rental cars? <laughs> you ever notice about rental cars? <laughs> so true. Feels like you're buying them. Just say that much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm doing good. Welcome, Glenn from Rare Candy to the pot. Size coming, right? Y- you know, that's uh, <laughs> social construct. Uh, no, he'll be here. Hey, social, the whole is he here? I mean, what's here? what's defined here you know <laughs> time time isn't real yeah, yeah. you t- you texted me what time i was like bro that's <laughs> what did you just say just click on whatever link i send you man and just be just whatever time you feel like it first you fluoridated and now you believe in time there he is oh, here he comes hi what's good Yo. how's it going Yo, wanna... oh shit, and the NASA one, cool. <laughs> <laughs> what up? <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your service. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm I'm so excited to be here for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just got done with our anime talk. We figured we'd front load it with anime shit. Uh yeah. let's go. Because we, we don't expect you guys to talk about that. But there's a lot of stuff that I did want to talk to you guys about, actually. Okay. Um first of all. We've never done this on Agitator before, but I have my life has been changed by Bob's Red Pill 
<laughs> so he, here's what I've got right now. I've got I've got Reishi. Yeah. Uh, it's not a ten to one extract because that that shit was on back order, like crazy back order right now. Um, yeah. So I just decided to buy the different ingredients. So I got Reishi Shilajit. Am I saying that yeah. right? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's how I call it. Yeah. I call Ormus. it too legit. Yeah. <laughs> be legit to quit. <laughs> be legit. I got, uh, I got Ormus. I got Ormus, dude. Ant yeah. power. Ant power is fucking crazy, dude. Okay, so like, well, what do you what do you feel on on that then on the so ant power? All of this. This is, so, actually, this is like a yeah. This is like I love when other people feel it. Yeah, exactly, dude. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah. I cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's good. It's uh. So basically, on on ant power, I just kind of feel. Uh, well, I was on, I, I take it every day, but I was out there today and I was like seeing, uh, the grass and the leaves more clearly, <laughs> like yeah. not, not a hundred percent acid or mushroom style or whatever, but just kind of, it gives me the ability to Glenn. I think you said something like this. You just feel more like yourself. It's you. Exactly. You're, you're removing the bullshit that I mean, yeah, that's probably your stock self is what you yeah. got. That's Right. That's just like what you're supposed to be. So like today <clears throat> I went out with my kid into the backyard and I put his splash table up and I turned the faucet on and he was yeah. basically just pouring water over himself. <laughs> and I, I cut my grass with, I have like a push reel mower, mower. Yeah. Um, and I didn't have any headphones in. I left my cell phone in the house, but like just not having these headphones in and not having my cell phone on me was a choice that I made that I kind of feel like the ants and the reishi made for me. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Easily. Yeah. Makes reading, like reading easier for me. Like to just, instead of like, yeah. it's like an idle time thing. So like if I get idle time, typically I choose the scumbag option, right? When I'm, when I'm being controlled by whatever parasite was getting at me before that, you know, it wasn't me. But yeah. then after a while I was like, oh no, I think I'm just gonna pick up a book. I think I'm just going to like do that. I think I'm going to like, I'm going to actually like read something that'll help me sound smarter when we record later. It's just something, you know, like just something like that to where in the mm -hmm. past it'd be like full bag of kettle chips, two screens going at once. Why? I don't know. <laughs> you know, like, like just, just like what flavor of kettle, what flavor kettle though? I mean, it can be anything. I mean, it can be anything. The, the Parmesan one goes, goes really crazy. Yeah. I, I, those go really crazy, but no, I would have like Madden playing madden and then having like a youtube thing on on the side and I, it would just be like this overload it's like David Dude. Bowen, man who fell to earth type shit where he has like 50 screens and he's just like staring at all of them it, <laughs> it feels like that and but otherwise you, then you go straight into like with the other stuff it just allows me to slow down and just like focus slow on down yeah 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 i was dude it was so funny uh, a few weeks ago I was playing cyberpunk 2077 which i justified to myself as being research for my cyberpunk books. Cause I just like rip off whatever I, I play in the game. I write that. So I was doing that, but I had the sound off on the game and I was listening to Ram Dass and Terrence McKenna talk on YouTube. And I've justified it to myself as like, okay, this is research. And this is like <laughs> some cool trippy shit. And I'm like, no, this is this is like <laughs> not what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> I go for a walk with the Ram Dass and Terrence McKenna. Like it's yeah. like you're, you're the right thing. It's like it's okay to not just sit there like 1930s Lone Ranger radio, like staring at the radio, like while listening to something. It's like you can multitask, but yeah, the screen you got to go screenless for the for Terrence. 
you know, yeah, for, ter- yeah. Yeah, for Terrence, for sure. Yeah. And I think, I think I recently listened to this book by Cal Newport called digital minimalism. And he talks about this concept called solitude deprivation. So as we all know, solitude can be really bad if it's too much, but it's the whole like Tylenol idea, like a poison is just a cure in a different dosage basically. Right. Um, <clears throat> so like we all actually do need solitude. And his yeah. contention is that because uh, he's really anti cell phone and social media and shit, he's just like we're never actually alone because we're always checking texts and and tweeting and and whatever. So yeah. he's he basically says that like because of solitude deprivation, we that's why we are constantly anxious and depressed. Yeah. That makes we're just always, I believe always that. like we're not supposed to be co- this fucking connected to each other all, all the time. It's yeah. ironic because it, it makes it it hurts your relationships in real life and the online life is it's cool like you know we all met and everything you know but it, the parasocial thing like I'm not hating on it but it's definitely not a replacement for real life relationships you know and uh yeah it's I don't know it's it's kind of sad when you see someone get like on a social media tip of having to be one type of person or you know like oh, just being having a bit all the time and you just get pigeonholed into that thing. It's like, man, and people just really kind of fall for that, I think. I think it's kind of an illusion, you know, in a lot of ways. And not hate on anyone that has, like, a social media or whatever, you know, because I right. I know that's important, but you, too. But, yeah. But you could become, like, garbage ape, you know? You could just be the that's garbage exactly, ape. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. One that you don't want to get there. You, you can either listen to Terrence McKenna and Ram Das, or... You can make Rolling Stone stories about ivermectin hospitals. One of you pick. It's it's Dude, your choice. Yeah, just free will. Two. Free will. Free will is amplified by taking ant power, Reishi. Um, maybe wow. you know, just things like that. You have free will, but it's like just you know, like amplify it. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm actually I'm stoked to be doing this now with you guys because my I was dry for a little bit and my my order just came today, so I just had my first mug of the how do, you, how do you feel it's just instant dude for me I, I know everyone has a different level some people don't feel it at all some people are really hyper i'm the hyper side mm-hmm. of it you know it's just it's just like instant you drink it and you're just like oh okay you know and it's just like you said it removes all more of the bullshit like so much of the st- even stuff we do even stuff like like i do i drink coffee you know but i'm st- still that's just kind of like eh, like another little thing that kind of makes you not totally yourself because you're, you're kind of wired and shit, mm-hmm. you know, you, no matter how chill you are in real life or whatever. And yeah, the ratio is just the opposite. It's just like, well, you know, and you can mm-hmm. put Rishi in coffee and balance it out too. That's a crazy, that's a fun little hack too. No, sure. that's it. There doesn't, coffee is a pure indulgent thing. I Rishi coffee. How dare you? I, <laughs> it's too, yeah. It's kind of like a, some weird, food, like I double, that. I double fist though. I do with the fucking, with the, I do oh. a, cup of coffee in the morning and the reishi tea and i just like hell yeah, yeah. you're like e40 crazy. dude you're fucking, yeah two fists of your <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly that's how i feel exactly it's just yeah. like it's like rapper e40 when i drink my coffee <laughs> <laughs> oh that's yeah. awesome that's i had one <laughs> cup of coffee today just one that's a very rare occurrence for me it feels yeah. like the right move doesn't it like that feels like yeah. the, the thing when you keep it to one because like when you get that set that second one is always a gamble because like you're either like okay i could like I could either have a complete meltdown or 
get like three really good hours of like meth like productivity like it could happen yeah yeah either yeah it could go either way i could have the meltdown it's 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 all in the play Mm -hmm. i basically i i judge how good a thing is for me based on whether or not it gives me diarrhea yeah and two cups of coffee my stomach is very sensitive i mean i'm also i'm like side too with like my sensitivity to stuff like i whatever like when i first got ant power they say take three but I started off just taking one because I was like, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to do. Uh, so I am, I'm a sensitive boy when it comes to to chemicals. But uh, the second cup of coffee, like making you start to feel like you're, even if it's not diarrhea, just your bowels moving, you're like, that can't be, that's not how that's supposed to work. You're not supposed to take something and it makes you shit. Yeah. I do. I, I do kind of, because I have you ever had the inverse where you can't? Cause that, that is no, what, never, that's when I never. go, Oh really? Cause I, I get, that's like, like my body's reaction to something bad is nothing's coming out. Actually, we're, we're, actually <laughs> holding, we're holding all your demons. <laughs> we're we're going to keep this till we like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like, you're actually 400 pounds for the day. Like you have no mobility waddle. And then I'm, I'm that, that's what happens to me. And like, Cause like for me, it's like when everything's going, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Cause like, there's people that'll be like, oh, I don't like that food. It makes me shit. I'm just like, well, okay. I mean, it's (laughs) (laughs) you're telling me that the thing you eat eventually comes out. (laughs) I could, I could, I could shit right now if I wanted to, if I pushed, I could do it. Really? Oh, just like, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't even have to be a hard push. I have, I have to go because <laughs> I, I have to hold it for so long on construction sites. So now uh, I, I think it takes me a while to go piss now, and I'm like, that's not good. That doesn't. Yeah. That's, that, that that feels like a a bad sign of having waiting too long to have like where I I'm just like in the bathroom of my own house, and I'm like sitting there for like ten seconds, and I'm like, oh yeah, let me. I, I guess I can go now, but I'm like, yeah, I probably have like horrible kidney damage, but. It'd be funny it. if if when you were out there, if you just told everybody to wait, if you're just like, hold on, hold like all the traffic, you're just like, guys, chill. It's happened. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no, like you just no. What you do is you let one side, one guy has to hold it for like five minutes, so you're leaving him out to dry, and then the one mm. side gets to go. Mm. So like, and so like that guy's just holding, and it's like, hey, he's taking a shit. Okay, you're like telling. <laughs> yeah but the um i had an embarrassing thing happen to me in a in a in a porta potty um because that's it's where the business gets done unfortunately mm-hmm. so um i i was i was using the porta potty for the thing you don't want to use the porta potty for right like you mm-hmm. you know it's 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 the you don't want it to have it happen but it but sometimes it happens but um there's Being a thing sodomized I yeah, mean, exactly. I, yeah, I, I, have it, I have it like here, you know, with that, like kind of just neck and neck. Yeah. <laughs> I, let me tell you where this goes. I, I almost would take the, what you said over this. And, because it would clean it out. Yeah. Right. Or just, <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it's so embarrassing. Like, it's so bad. I, I feel like I'm on a podcast now that it, I wouldn't say this on my own. Like, I don't know why. Every, people will hear it. You know what I mean? I just, yeah. It's like another. It just feels like I can tell this somewhere else and no one's going to hear it, but it's, but people will hear this. So I don't know why I'm doing this, but I ended up like, like there's those doors. They have these slide things where it's like red when somebody's in there. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But like the thing is like a fucking first grade toy. You can just like slide it and it's green. Open it. Mm -hmm. So like Mm -hmm. what um, certain people, Mexicans like to do on job sites is pound on the door. If it's Mm -hmm. red, because 
uh, that has to just be false, right? That the, that some that thing's red. Somebody can't be in there. And uh, so they go, hey, <laughs> like that. And I'm like, uh, and when I say I'm in there, the jackhammer starts, so he doesn't hear anything. <laughs> Dude, I'm wiping my ass, but I'm wiper, right? Uh, my dick's all out. He slides the door open and he looks. He goes, I like that, <laughs> and, and like, and then like, like, like he's just like he's like I. Oh, like that. But he's like, I can tell in my head. I'm like, God, I wish this was like an Asian guy. You know what I mean? Cause like he would just not say anything, you know, like he would just be like, like, and then we would like have a thing. But of course, Mexican dude, you just never want to mess up around a Mexican guy. Everybody. They'll write home. They'll write back home about it. <laughs> Today I saw a gringo's penis. Yeah, I know. It was, uh, <laughs> it was locked. It was like, just fucking wait like two minutes and then ask questions, you know? The white man wipes his ass so strange. His. His back was arched. He had the position of a duck. He was hovering <laughs> over the seat. You know, yeah. it's like, why do I need to see your dick, bro? I was just trying to go in there and tag XIV on the wall, homie. What the fuck, man? Like, shit. <laughs> I was going in there to draw some more titties, Holmes. You know? Uh, oh, that's yeah. good stuff. Yeah, it was that's... rough. It was, it was really rough. So, yeah, don't, don't use public restrooms. Um, or, well. Don't use porta potties. They're horrible, regardless. Even a good experience is a bad one. I like. I see them sometimes getting transported from place to pit place, which is a good racket if you can get it. Just you know, mm-hmm. being the guy who takes the shit bucket. But they're called honey buckets. Yeah, oh, got yeah. honey honey bucket on the side, and I thought that that I hate the mixture of food yeah. and anything bodily. So like, I hate food sex. I can't stand. Like, you know, people who are like, oh, let's take a whipped cream and a strawberry and put it in my pussy. I'm like, I hate all that shit. That but I hate delicious. I hate like the, the, the thing that I find the most revolting is like the idea of somebody sitting on a toilet taking a shit while eating a sandwich. Like that grosses oh, me out so much. Happens. Uh, <laughs> I know it happens. And it's 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 to me, that's like nails on a chalkboard. So, so the, the term honey bucket and the fact that honey is food. Every time I see that, I feel like throwing up in my car. I just, yeah, I can't. Gross. It's fucking gross. Yeah. yeah, I saw a guy like at my at my work on Wednesday. They have a nacho Wednesday, so like it's just like the, the like tub of like nacho cheese and like regular mm-hmm. old chips. Like we don't get crazy with it, but this guy like took it to go, and we were on the same job site, dude. I saw him walk into the porta potty with the thing of nachos. <laughs> like everybody saw you like that he's got like cheese on the corner (laughs) that's usually the only way i eat breakfast honestly yeah be like going to take a piss i got a waffle i'm like okay i finally got so disgusting dude that shit is splashing back up into the air and going into your waffle how forceful is your piss bro it's going into the toilet from my perspective well i mean it's pretty it's pretty good stream it's a good stream Mm. Listeners, tell it right in. <laughs> you've heard you've heard it plenty of times. Yeah. It's one of money strategy. You guys could definitely do like a stream uh, miles per hour contest because I'm sure some of your fans are like, "Oh, I've always wondered." Oh, dude, no, it's really yeah. funny. Is Which we we, who we is asked it? who is we it? asked. Uh, <laughs> they're both actually, talking and one had, of them's we, kissing. We, we asked the Discord. Um, <laughs> We ask people for like, you know, what do you like about the show and not and a lot of people are like, yeah, we don't love we don't love the piss when you guys piss on on the show. And then uh you know but 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 some people, some people were like, we love the piss. We think the piss is great. So 
Can we get Again. more? Yeah. Can we actually get more pills? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um, that's funny though. That that is funny. I I love your guys's no, I think you guys should just constantly build on them. You guys should be doing like construction. <laughs> <laughs> I should like Dude. constantly up the ante of what your noise is like that's like the come town thing like is where they would just yeah. do that like where they would eat right. and stuff like which that's oh, dude that's fucking revolting like yeah don't. when yeah when nick would have like a mouthful of chips and and still be talking it'd be the worst no i think this is really interesting because you know you guys have a great podcast <clears throat> it's probably my favorite podcast and you have this diverse range of topics that you touch on you have health stuff you have uh, fucking coast to coast. Uh, you have really great guests on too. Uh, which do you just, I have to, like, this is just podcast talk. Yeah. It's talk uh, but do you, like with Whitney Webb, do you just email her and say, Hey, we're a, a podcast that doesn't think COVID is real. Like you want to come on our show? <laughs> yeah, we get an average of a million listens per episode. Yeah. Oh, dude, I, I got big <laughs> talked by Steve, Steve Kirsch one time for listens. Uh, was, David probably knows who Steve Kirsch is, the mm. uh, weird Substack. <laughs> like, he has a really good Substack, but he's intense. He'll he'll be like one of those guys that'll be like, see a masked guy on an airplane. He'll be like, I'll give you $25,000 to take that mask off right now. Like, to some, <laughs> like, he's like really intense. Like, he's like Jocko Willing of like COVID, like basically. Like, like he's, he's let's go. I fuck with it. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. One time I asked him, I was like, hey, Steve, you want, I just like, like, just straight up, like, ambushed him on Twitter, like, in public, very unprofessional, but I just shot my shot. Um, and I was like, hey, do you want to come on? He goes, how many listens? How many plays? How many streams? How many views? I was just, I was just like, I was like, yeah. I was like, with you, it, who could even put a number on it with you? You know, like, mm -hmm. come on, you know, but it just absolutely dogged me. But no, with, with Whitney, um, can't give up my my source. I mean, I could to you guys privately, but I can't uh, give up my uh, my source publicly. But they gave me the direct line, and it was like sometimes I I have hit people up, and they're like, "Hey, can you send me every question you're gonna ask me?" And it's like they don't really like have that kind of like pull. Yeah, like right. Lebowski, like you don't draw shit, Lebowski kind of kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Like right. Jackie Treehorn does a lot. You don't draw shit. That's like how I feel sometimes. But um, and I'm like, we're not. I don't even know what I'm gonna ask you until it happens. Most of the time, like it's it's just not really how we roll. With uh, her, it was just like, yeah, sure, cool, yeah, sounds good, cool. This time, That's crazy. It was, like a, it was like a month out though. Like, it was just like, hey, next month at this time, I was like, hey, no problem. Took the day off of work and everything. Like fucking, mm -hmm. I was just like I because she's just like in South America, the time zone does not line up. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'll give you guys like, she's like, yeah, sure. No problem. And it was just nothing. She hopped in right away. It was like, and she was super cool. And, um, and it was like with other people, they'll just be like, okay, like give me like a itinerary. I'm just like, I'm, we're not, we're not. Gonna do no. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're tell us it's not going to be good. Like when you're asking me this. So it's just, mm -hmm. it, it, we're kind of a filter. It's a filter yeah. for the good. Yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. It's like, you're just like some, like there's guys are, that'll be on Twitter. That'll like put like 1488 everywhere. And then they will be like, I don't know. I'm nervous about going on a podcast. It's like, you wrote something on the internet that everyone yeah. could we'll have yeah. to play at least to hear what you want to say on this <laughs> like it's not nearly the same commitment right. in my opinion right. Yeah, I don't know. right i've never taken podcasts very seriously maybe that's to my detriment too because i just i started doing this like six or seven years ago i had a show where i would interview authors is very gay don't listen to it in fact i think i probably scrubbed it from the internet 
No, but I have an archive up today, actually, yeah, because there is an archive. And there was a guy, dude. There's a there's a buddy of mine who hit me up over text. He's like, bro, can you take my uh can you take my episode down? Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like five years old. And I'm like, dude, I have I took it down on my end. I have no like if that exists, then yeah. I'm sorry, but you it's, it's there. Um but yeah, no, I I uh I was interested in that because you know, we're all we're like in this podcast game. Do you guys have a like a long-term plan for making money from this or like, like what's like, what's your, because I'm in, I'm into the shop talk. I'm into the like figuring out to figuring out y'all secrets and, you know, like do y'all do phone calls and be like, who do we get on? You know, what do we, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. all, All of that. I mean, we do, we do all of it. Well, I'll, I'll be texting him, you know, and then like, for a while like sometimes it's like it bleeds in like we'll be talking about something random like just some some shit you know just something that has nothing to do with the show and then all of a sudden just leak hey by the way this this and then that'll lead on to some conversation we talk about what numbers need to be to like quit our jobs you know Mm -hmm. i mean you know i'll say right now ever since he got a job he's been like we gotta start making some money like that's all it takes all it takes is for us, yeah for, let's go for us dude for us dude it's it's 2000 patrons 2000 yeah. patrons is like is like do nothing yeah. less money yeah that's, that's awesome yeah no problem yeah, yeah yeah that's that's 5k a month i mean and that's and then you can build off of that because like once you get to to 2k you know when i talk to people who have bigger patreons like you know like barrett and jack and stuff like yeah. i've I just ask them because I'm not, I'm not shy about, about money yeah. and it can fluctuate for them. <clears throat> I won't, I won't give their numbers out cause that's rude, but mm-hmm. it can fluctuate. Like they can like lose 200 and gain sure. 200, but it stays pretty stable at a certain amount. Uh, that's pretty close to pretty much what we're talking about. Right. It's just because me and Kelby host the show. It, ours has to be bigger, you know, because yeah, we have yeah. to split it. So if we can get to that too, like I don't have to be, I don't have to be famous. Nobody has to know who the fuck I am besides two thousand people. That's it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and they and they have to love it. But I think it's really doable, right? Because I mean, you guys have Substack subscribers. Kelby and I, it's like nowhere near where we want it to be, but it's enough, and it's enough people who like aren't our parents and our friends and stuff. Where we're like, oh, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, this has like exactly. We could do this you know we could 10 or 50 or whatever the the number is x this into into success but i'm so think, i'm so comfortable you guys with it and, it and it'll happen to, i think yeah because I mean, you, you guys fucking you guys have a great fucking podcast it's so good yeah sorry Dan, <laughs> the problem with yeah. well the problem with us though is here so here's the here's the business problem with our podcast right so you have the primary audience for anime is weebs right so so big dorks i'm a nerd but i also i was like one of those weird kids in high school i was like a skater so i wasn't exactly a nerd but i nobody really knew who i was or cared or whatever so i i kind of talk shit to them you know and i feel like that comes through in my personality like weebs can sense bully they can sense the bully in Mm -hmm. me so -hmm. they don't like that and then cool cool people just don't like anime which fair that's fine uh (laughs) <laughs> so and then our our potential guests are all fucking japanese <laughs> so it's like yeah where do we go 
Yeah, I, like three dimensions. That guy you just got, you guys just had on was awesome. Uh, uh, Louis, was it Luis? Was that his name? Yeah, 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 yeah. Louis, do that. You just need to find me. And I like all you got to say is like to that guy. Do you have a friend that does the same thing that can come on? And then like Ooh, you, two voice yeah. actors, then. and then all of a sudden you're the fucking voice. I don't know anybody who just has voice actors on their podcast. And that's, that's perfect because that's like a behind the curtain kind of thing where it's like, yeah. hey, like we're not yeah. going to just have the biggest anime YouTube fan guy of all time. We're just going to have the guy who's on a show. Maybe he's not on the show that you're searching for right now, but he might be, you know, might might have been a part of a bunch of other things that you've seen and also just knows more about it, knows how to talk shop about that. Just yeah. the actual nuts and bolts of anime or whatever like that. That to me, I thought that was the the the. I think you guys unlocked something, you know what I mean? With yeah, it. I think you're right. I didn't even think, I just wrote that down because I'd never, this is how retarded I am. I didn't think, ask other, ask Luis if he knows other people. No, and that's, that's <laughs> the whole thing. It's like dumb, like her, like with guests, harassment works. If you're, if you're asking out of your league as a podcaster, harass them, mm-hmm. like do it like six times. If they, if they don't mm-hmm. respond, you just keep going. Cause like, it sucks. It's humiliating. Cause I hate, I'm like not one of those. It's like, you have to have those no self-awareness people do really well with that. Mm-hmm. And I have mm-hmm. so much self-awareness to, to a fault of just being how self-aware I am. Like we're, we're just constantly doing that, but like, no harassment works. I, I mean, that's so funny because I, I hit up Mike Pondsmith, the guy who invented the cyberpunk game mm-hmm. on, on LinkedIn and he never responded. And I was like, well, I guess that's it. But no, I should have, I should just keep being like, Hey Mike, Hey Mike, are you there? Yeah. You there? You there? Should show up to his house. <laughs> Mike, check out this clip from last episode. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, uh, I just read a book this week called at work in the ruins. And it's about a, a climate change activist who has decided to stop talking about climate change what is the official rare candy stance <laughs> on climate change sorry <laughs> let's fucking go dude oh it's a buff i mean okay look it, it's it's just like with any other subject where you're told a certain set of numbers and a certain kind of theory on how things are happening and you know that it even if it's kind of on on the online with truth that it it was arrived at in bullshit ways and they're, they're it's like way out of their league kind of thing. I think it's kind of like that. I'm a, you know, I'm a big environmentalist. I, I think I always have been. And I, I think Glenn is too in a, in a, in a similar kind of way, you know, we all, we both don't want like fucking roundup on our food, you know, like Monsanto, mm-hmm. bull, you know, it's just shit like that. So with the, yeah, with the, the numbers are bullshit. Like the, the, the stuff they were predicting in 1990 didn't happen. I think it's just too complex for us to have an idea about, you know, none of that being said, I think we should clean up our act in, in all sorts of, there's like all the visual stuff you see, like our oceans being destroyed, like nitrogen blooms and shit. Like that's mm-hmm. real and it's happening and we should stop the things that cause those things to happen. Um, but, and also like, I think that the climate change that the, it sucks the air out of the room of all the other environmental stuff, basically, you know, everything mm-hmm. is focused on like a carbon number, everything's focused and like real ecology doesn't, it's way more complex than that. and doesn't work like that. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I think shit's changing and, but I, I definitely don't trust any of the establishment kind of yeah. ways that they're selling it. You know, I don't know. Would you, do you fuck with that Glenn? 
Like, yeah, I mean, 100%. Yeah. I, I, I don't think there's like no trade off to just poisoning the world. Like, that's so mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. People are like, hey, man, all of a sudden, we're going to completely industrialize. Every factory is going to make smoke. Every, mm-hmm. all these things are going to shoot stuff into the sky. There's going to be all sorts of, you know, uh, we're just going to dump shit out at the nearest lake, like, you know, just because we're trying to get business up and all that stuff. Like, you can't tell me there's no trade off for that. Yeah, maybe it's not the doom and gloom that somebody's telling you. Maybe, maybe God is like, hey, this is how humans should progress. And, and you know, so I'm not going to let anything bad. Maybe there's somebody like, you know, something like that, that's going to stop it. I wouldn't bet on it as far as, as far as that happened. I think God gives you a lot of free will to destroy yourself, honestly. And, um, I don't, I, I, I mean, I ever, you guys know how much I like Michael Crichton. It's, it's like a, he yeah. was the, was the vocal opponent to Al Gore. Like nobody else yeah. was like, there's everybody, you know, you, everybody else thinks yeah. it's like South park, like fucking lifted truck guy with the pit vipers on. Like people think it's, it's that, but it's Al Gore was just like, dude, I, I can tell you, I agree with you that, that temperatures are getting warmer. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and there, there is like actual warming of the globe happening. It's like, but you don't ever get any trouble for saying that, you know, houses are going to fall into the Pacific ocean, like at this certain time and stuff like that. Not only do you not get in trouble off, off of that fear modeling, you guys get funding for all your stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like, it's this yeah. like double-edged thing. It's like, it's like you said, people saw it with COVID, right? It would be mm-hmm. like, well, this many people are going to die. It's this, it's this, it, all of a sudden everything gets rushed to the market. Everything gets streamlined, whether yeah. that number gets hit or not doesn't matter right like so it's just it's that i would i don't think there's anything we can do and we might get cataclysm dude i'm not i'm not ruling out a cataclysm like why not yeah yeah so the the sticking point for me and so i'm super on the fence about climate Mm -hmm. change um the sticking point for me is that when you had covid you had it's basically it's what all four of us essentially knew from the minute COVID started, but people are just kind of finding out, mm-hmm. which is that doctors were getting their medical opinions from CNN and CNN was getting their talking mm-hmm. points from Pfizer. And it was just, it was just straight down the line. There was, there was no, you know, um, when I look into climate change though, you know, the, the length of time that it's been good. Cause I always look into people's motives the length of time that it's been going on and the kind of uh, just like genuine despair, prolonged despair from some of these climate activists that like they've been able to keep this shit up for like 30 or 40 years. Yeah. That, 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 that to me is that actually gives me pause because that feels true to me. You see what I'm saying? That it feels like what some of these climate change activists are saying uh, not like Greta Thunberg, not like that's all fake, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. a lot of these people, like they they read the papers and they they read you know the science, whatever, and they seem to really be into it. And so what's interesting to me is like COVID for me, like it was kind of luck that I never believed that COVID was a real problem. I, I just I it, I didn't you know, intelligence my way into that or science my way into it. I just kind of like, I saw it. I was like, that looks fake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then, and then I kind of built my opinion around that and I turned out to be right. Uh, but yeah. that all fell apart in like a matter of years. And this climate change thing has been going on for so long. It's just like, it's so, it's so big that it feels true to me. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It, it survives every administration. You know what I mean? It, it, it's not, it, yeah, some certain ones might signal over it and, and bump it up to the top, but it's always around. There's always these things. And yeah, like I said, I don't trust any of those people to save us. Like, I think ultimately, mm-hmm. yeah, ultimately, like, just just keep pushing as an individual. It's it's pretty tough for like individual an individual person to do anything like and that's where it, it, it just becomes like a weird policing thing for people because they think they have to play like people police over like climate change and that's that's where i mean I, horrible, I, yeah. i'm out on that like, it just doesn't doesn't do anything so at th- this yeah. point it's like you know i guess have it in your mind that like the reason that sometimes you might not see like in california you can't see the sky sometimes or like you can't see past like 100 yards because there's just smog in the sky like there's that's there's a reason for that again i don't yeah. think that's yeah, good yeah. i don't think that's a good evolution especially because we yeah. did it yeah. 200 years even if you actually were an evolution guy that should be happening over like a thousand years like just getting to that point we did it super fast right, right. So. that's the two the two big things that I took out of this book that I really liked. He made this great point at one at one point in the book, and he said, "Let's say that climate change is completely fake, and that there is an absolute net zero negative effect on the world from what we're doing. Take all that out of it, right? All the apocalyptic, eschatological, gloom and doom shit out of it. Is what we're doing good?" <laughs> you know just 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 taking that out of yeah. it, right like are are the trash heaps good is the smog no. in the sky good like uh yeah. and kind of the other thing that he said he was which i i actually do kind of agree with because he makes a really good case that like no matter what you think about climate change climate change might be like a, a metaphor that some people who can't wrap their heads around this are, are kind of using but the idea that modernity can't continue the way that it's going on right so he's like he said it's not the end of existence it's the end of a mode of existence that we've been in for all of our lives and that we thought was just kind of how life was and that sent me into this crazy thing dude where i was like i was going to the store to pick up food and i was like i'm going to a fucking grocery store and it's got strawberries and are strawberries in season i don't know but they're going to be there and yeah. there's all these cars on the road and people are all looking at their fucking cell phones and those cell phones use cobalt and then that Joe Rogan episode with the cult, like, yeah, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just fucking, it, it made, like, I didn't get sad or upset, but I just, I, it, you ever have those moments where you just, you know, you're on, you're on some ants and you feel the bigness of everything. Cause you're a little tiny ant, but you're very strong. You can lift a lot. Uh, That's why you need to take ant power guys. Yeah. 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 This episode <laughs> is brought to you by. <laughs> Dragon herbs, ant power, power, and marbles, ant man. You guys got sponsorship from both. Yeah, double yeah. I don't know. I don't know about not having any money coming in. Come on, man! Like you guys, you guys got the ant power and ant man sponsorship and and all that. But um, that's just a bit we do. People like us to be poor, so yeah, you got it. Exactly. Yeah, give the listeners what they want. Yeah, you're like I, we donate everything to climate change. Like we don't, <laughs> we don't have liquid money. You know, we're not. I would say our wealth is more spiritual. You know, just like that. But yeah, fucking um, um, Kel, it was funny. Uh, Kelby texted me uh one time. He was like, "Yo, dude, this fucking moon shit, man." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do right. you what do you think Let's, about the the moon? Listen to the rest of this lovely conversation, plus gain full access to the archives, bonus episodes, 
read serialized novels on Yugen Junk Weekly, and gain access to the Agitator Discord over on Agitator Z. That's the $5 a month Agitator Z tier on patreon.com slash agitator.